0: Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Football Rant, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. Before we get into this episode, I just want to go over a little housekeeping, all right, guys? Um, right now, you'll find me on Instagram and uh, Facebook. I'm also going to be way more active now on YouTube. I've been hinting at some things, and i am finally narrowed it down to what I want to do. So I want to break it down to you right now uh, on YouTube, i will be downloading all reaction episodes from here on out you guys seem to be loving every reaction episode i put out and every quick hitter episode i put out are off the charts both of them so i will start with reaction episodes and i will probably start putting quick hitters on there as well um Fantastic. The response you guys have been giving me lately is off the charts. I just want you guys to know, I really, really appreciate your support. So with that, go to um, uh, YouTube and like and subscribe. And also go to Spotify and leave a star review. Uh, Hopefully it's a five star review. Follow there as well. And hit me up on the DM and I will send you new stickers. And I have wrist bracelets, the ones that old Lance Armstrong used to have. But they are blue with the Michigan Maniac uh, on it. And let's face it, this is the football rant, but we are all Michigan Maniacs. I will do that for free. You just got to hit me up, let me know where I need to send them, and I will do it for just simply thanking you for supporting me. Also, if you go to... um, Spotify in the bio. You can hit uh, the voicemail. Voicemail Mondays is going to be a thing. Please leave your voicemail and I will create a whole episode around whatever voicemails I get. If I don't get any voicemails, it'll continue just to be ask me anything. Either way, I'm hoping that you guys get involved. I want to be more uh retro- I want to be more active with you guys, okay? Also, you go to the bio in spotify and you can support this podcast for a mere 4.99 a month i think there's three options 99 cents 4.99 and 9.99 either one i really don't care either one you want you go ahead and support this podcast and it will allow me to buy shirts hats and all the other stickers and uh bracelets that i can pay for That's all I want to do is just give back to the maniac society that has been so good to me. So I appreciate you guys go through all this. If you can, let me know and I will give back to you as much as I possibly can. Thank you so much for being the greatest audience ever. I mean, you guys have been fantastic. Um, To me, you always be the silent majority. Uh, There's a few of you I hear from constantly. But the numbers have just been increasing, and it is fantastic. It is getting to the point. Um, it's getting to the point where we are almost pre-COVID numbers, and that's exciting. And I have only you to thank. So thank you very much, guys. Once again, go to YouTube, go to Spotify, like and subscribe on both, leave a review on both. Hit me up on the DMs and I will send you new stickers and new rubber bracelets. You go and support me on the bio in Spotify. Pick any one of the three that is off- that is offered. And I will also send you a hat. Once the the new hats come out, I want you to pick which one and I will send them out. I just want to make you guys happy that's all i want to do so i hope we can just crush it and i hope you love this week's episode hey this is the big game pregame redgers um guys before we get into that uh once again let's go over please go to uh apple podcast and rate and review um five star if you can, of course, cause I feel I'm pretty awesome. You get some really good content here. I also, uh, go to Spotify and in the description, there's a link to become a supporter. Anything is, anything is helpful. I love it. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Also, uh, review on Spotify. So this way we get seen a little bit easier by everybody. Uh, also, Uh, YouTube is all reaction episodes are up on YouTube Uh, just if you guys rate and review you do all this stuff with Spotify hit me up DM me I will uh, give me your address and I will send stickers and these stinking wristbands if I ever get them this has been the biggest nightmare for wristbands of all things but they are pretty cool I mean I did you know I did put in some time on them, so they do look pretty cool. So when I get them, I can't wait to give them out. So uh, let's get into this. Um, Last season, I got a little ahead of myself. I thought we were going to kill Redgers like 70 to nothing or 70 to 10. Uh, they had a much, much better defense than I thought. Um, This year, they still have a pretty solid defense. Their offense is for shit. I mean, they had a, a quarterback. who who had at one point in time, their starter before he got hurt, had thrown more interceptions than he did touchdowns. (laughs) So pretty uh, that was pretty encouraging. I couldn't wait to go up against him. But now they have a true freshman or a transfer or somebody. I don't know his name. Uh, But he's not very good. He had a bad... First game, and he doesn't look good in this last one against Minnesota, obviously because the offense didn't score a point. Um, Their running back is hurt for the season, (laughs) Um, I believe, if I read that correctly. Uh, So I really don't think Redgers is going to be able to do anything offensively against us. So what that leads to is can they stop us? defensively can they make us one dimensional and i mean hell even if you make us one dimensional depends on which one you're trying to make us if you're trying to make us a a, a running team we're going to kill you and i still think passing wise man i think we can kill this team i think we can kill a lot of teams but i just i don't know this passing this passing game has got me just messed up i don't know what to think i mean I just, I mean, because Michigan in general, in the Harbaugh era, we have done nothing but waste uh, wide receiver talent. That's all we've done at Michigan. So it is still kind of a miracle that we get high-quality wide receivers to come to Michigan, especially when we did nothing with DPJ. We did nothing with Nico Collins. You know, we just wasted those two talented wide receivers. But anyways... Um, I think if Rutgers forces us to pass, like if they do what Indiana did, then, you know, I think J.J. will have a 300-yard game. I think the main reason why, in, why Rutgers was in the game last year was because they put pressure on Cade McNamara, and Cade McNamara runs in mud. He cannot move, so it created problems for him. He's not mobile. He panicked a bit. Also, I think that was the third or fourth game in the season. And uh, I think we were playing Wisconsin the next week, so it was a classic trap game. We ain't worried about Nebraska next week, so I don't think this is going to qualify. J.J. can move. J.J. can get out of the pocket. J.J. can do everything you can ever need a quarterback to do to keep a drive going to whatever. you know. So I definitely see this not turning out that way. Uh, I definitely think we're going to dominate uh, defensively. I think offensively, uh, once again, I think we'll have a pretty solid outing. I would love I would love to say that they're going to light it up in the red zone. I would love to say that J.J. is going to light it up in the air. I would love that. I, I would love to see that happen against a team like Rutgers because you're going to have to practice your red zone somehow. And Rutgers is a perfect example of a fairly good defense that can give you fairly good looks and give you a real test in the red zone. You know, uh, but we'll see. I mean, more than likely, J.J.'s going to throw for about 225. He'll probably have two touchdowns, maybe. Corum will dependably run for like 150 to 170 yards rushing. And at least one score. And our wide receivers will have like anywhere from two receptions up to about eight, and none of them will reach 80 yards receiving. Yes. And so that's typically what I think is going to happen. And I think we're going to end up winning the game like 40, the to, 38 to, to three is what we'll end up doing. That's going to be my call. It's going to be 38 to three. Um, I don't know who's going to be the offensive guy because I don't know. Uh, it's, I don't know. I mean, I hope, because I always want to say JJ, I always want to say, yeah, JJ's going to pull it off. This is what he's going to do. You know, uh, he's going to be the man. Right. And then the, then the defense just lets Michigan run all over him. <laughs> and then he's like, well, you know, what can you do? You can't argue with that. I mean, cause ultimately like we all know you're, here to win the game right you that's why you coach the that's why you go to michigan that's why you do all these things is to win the game you don't do it for style points because god forbid if you're a wide receiver and you love to air it out you definitely don't watch michigan football because that's not what they do so i think it's it's going to be a fairly dominant performance by michigan on both sides of the ball um, I would expect second-half second half adjustments to 100% eliminate any type of positive outcome for Rutgers, even in the gaining of yards. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if you see Rutgers only gain 25 total yards in the second half alone next uh, this week. Rutgers is really just that bad. Uh, their quarterback is hurt or is benched. Their running back is hurt. Uh, they didn't have a great passing game to begin with, so their wide receivers aren't dangerous. Their defense is solid, um, so it'll hold up like Iowa's defense did for a little bit, and then it'll just break because you can't—you just—you can't be a bad bad offense and a decent defense and expect to be in the game. So Michigan's gonna it's gonna be an easy win. I don't think it's gonna be like the last time we were in Piscataway. Thank God, because that don't need any overtime nail biters, you know. Um, and I definitely don't think it's gonna be back like it was in 2016 when we when we hung 78 on them. I mean, I would love it; that would be great, but I just don't see that happening. Um, so yeah, that's really the big game pregame on this. I, I'm going to talk about some other things uh, that I find interesting and that I've just been thinking about lately. Uh, but I mean, literally, do we have to cover any more about this thing with Rutgers? Uh, Shiana makes them tougher, you know, but what are you gonna do? They're Rutgers. I mean, they stink. It's, you know, so 138 to three, that's, that's my final thing. Um, I don't really care who's going to be the offensive star to be quite honest with you, because it's it's probably just gonna be quorum. I don't know how you can pick anybody else at this point. And then defensive star. You know what? I always say Chris Chris Jenkins. I really liked what I saw from Chris Jenkins in that Michigan State game. And maybe this is Uh, Maybe that was the sign of him starting to figure it out and put things together to be dominant because he was out of this world in that Michigan State game. I was very impressed with uh, Chris Jenkins. Um, But I took down a few notes. So uh, with this thing with Michigan State, with it just hanging over the team, uh, I was thinking, now, is this Rutgers game going to be a hangover Right for us because the team couldn't focus because it's going to be on their mind because anywhere they go, everywhere, anytime a reporter talks to them, anytime they see their friends, anytime whatever, they're going to see this. This what happened to their friend. They're going to feel like they let him down or them down. They're going to have these emotions with them. Right, and we saw what happens with Michigan. Watches one of their own go down, a.k.a. Mike Hart, in the Indiana game, right? They can get a little distracted. But then we see what they can do when they have their teammate or their coach back. Uh, The Penn State game, 400 yards rushing. (laughs) So... I was thinking which, which Michigan team is going to be, cause I think all the questions we have about the leadership, is the culture really fixed? Is it really, um, as solid as last year's culture, right? Do we have the leadership of last year's team? Do, is it even better than last year? Well, I think this is going to be another feather in the cap of the defense or the culture of leadership, right? Uh, because that Mike Hart thing really, truly showed that they could focus. But this is one of their own, right? They also feel helpless because unlike Mike Hart's health problem, they couldn't really do anything to control that. But the Michigan State uh, jumping, they could have totally stopped or helped or done whatever. So that that's going to mess with them. I think, however, it's going to galvanize this team. I think it's going to be a lot like the 2017 um, plane the the plane I wouldn't say plane crash, but yeah, the emergency landing for the Michigan Wolverines uh, basketball team right before the Big Ten title. i mean, right before the Big Ten tournament, uh, and it led them, it catapulted them, it galvanized them, it 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 really just melded them together as a team and they made a great run to the to the final four and then on to the ch- national championship game. I think that's what this is going to be. I think you're going to I think you're going to see a a Michigan maybe even more focused and more aggressive and ready to just prove that they are here to just win at any cost, right? And then you throw in the disrespect and that's how they're going to see this even though it is just the first week. Of the CFP uh, playoff rankings, they're going to feel disrespected, and why not? Find add even more onto the fire, right? You want to get this fire to bonfire levels of aggression and focus, and go out there and just kill them out on the field, on the field, right? Kill them out on the field. Uh, I just, I see that. I just, I think that's something that this Michigan team. I think we're going to be very happy with what we see from this Michigan team going forward. I think it's perfect. It sets up really perfect for us. Uh, Rutgers easy. Nebraska semi, a little bit harder than Rutgers. Then you get what I call the 2018 version of Michigan, which is Illinois, and which they you have to be ready for them right you have to be focused and dialed in you can't afford to look past illinois because of iowa uh, ohio the next week right so it's going to force you to be focused and then you're always you're up there's no roller coaster here it's a steady gradual climb to ohio then when we beat them then the next step up the playoff or no, big 10 title game then we beat illinois again and then we go to the playoff Right. So it's a gradual, steady climb, which I'm very excited. I think this is exactly, it sets up exactly like the the Michigan basketball team did in 2017. They needed the Big Ten title. They needed the tournament to get focused. They actually, I think they, they might have needed it just to even get into the tournament. I can't remember the record, but I, it wasn't like Michigan was killing it. You know, so just like what we're going to need this year to get into the playoff. Even though we're undefeated, we're going to need that win against Ohio and we're going to need that win in the Big 10 tournament to guarantee we even get in we even get into the to the playoff. So, I think that this is going to be interesting and I definitely think that that tunnel situation is going to be a major benefit instead of a detractor. Um Let's see, there's some other things. Oh, I was thinking about this, and I don't think anybody's really covered this. I've heard one comparison to the Michigan offense to the Stanford offense of when Jimmy was there, right? And that's very true. There's a lot of similarities there. But one thing that uh, I don't think any of us have been talking about two things it's J.J. McCarthy when it comes to J.J. there are a few things I don't think we talk about enough to understand where he's at in his progression as a quarterback right like one he's coming off of a major injury last year could have been could have needed surgery but didn't much slower process right the natural healing ability comes off a comes off an injury to his throwing arm Now we wonder why he's having a hard time not connecting like he did last year with the deep ball. Okay, first, then also, first full year as a starter. Now, maybe we all just expect him to be a robot because he is J.J. McCarthy, and we see such high hopes for, or we have such high hopes for this kid. We see such a bright future for this kid. I just want to mention two names that hopefully you'll understand why I do this because they also had rough, not even rough, first years. They just had a learning curve to their first year, to their second, right? And one will make sense. The other one, I'll tell you why I mentioned him in a second. But I think of Joe Burrow uh, in 2017. Or yeah, two thousand oh no, two thousand eighteen going into his two thousand nineteen season, two thousand nineteen where he threw for sixty touchdowns and six interceptions. But what I want to talk about is his first year with LSU, which was in two thousand eighteen, and then um, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck's first season seems to be mirroring a lot of what JJ's going through right now. Right now, I you're going to say, well, why why are we talking about Joe Burrow? Only because in 2017, Joe Burrow was coming off a, uh, I wrote it down here, oh, a, a hand wrist fracture, okay, on his throwing hand. Coming off an injury, first year with LSU. His numbers, his first year with LSU, LSU trying to get the offense down. He threw four, um, 219 completions out of 379, attempts fifty seven percent uh completion, completion percentage for twenty eight hundred yards so twenty eight ninety four hundred yards right sixteen touchdowns and five interceptions that was the year he had before he went off and went for um seventy six percent completion percentage fifty six hundred yards passing 60 touchdowns, 6 60 touchdowns, and 6 interceptions. Now, yes, I don't think Michigan will ever pass the ball enough for J.J. McCarthy to even sniff 40 touchdowns. But I'm just saying, look at the jump from... Joe Burrow coming off an injury having a decent enough year his first year with LSU but nothing to write home about to mom right to the national title to the Heisman Trophy in one year right from decent numbers to extraordinary numbers okay same thing with Andrew Luck Andrew Luck first season right his freshman year he had um 162 completions out of 288, 56% uh, completion percentage, 2575 passing, 13 touchdowns, four interceptions. Tell me that doesn't sound like something JJ is going to end up doing this year. That sounds almost exactly what he's going to be able to do this year. I'm hoping he's going to get more touchdowns than that. Uh, but tell me, 2,500 yards, that's exactly what he's probably going to throw for this year. Considering JJ's at 1400 right now, <laughs> I'm telling you. And then the next year, Andrew Luck's second year in the system, right? 263 completions out of 372, already throwing it more for a 70%, 70% completion percentage. Thirty-three hundred yards passing, thirty-two touchdowns and eight interceptions. Now those are the numbers I think JJ can hit next year. Those are the numbers that a Michigan offense can hit when a quarterback fully understands what he's looking at. Right? And I' telling you, I think that's all that's really going on. I know you're going to throw J. You're going to throw Jay Patterson at me. Yeah, he was flinging it all around um, Old Miss. He had like a couple games where he did that. Also, he couldn't throw the ball more than 20 yards downfield. And even if it went 21 yards downfield, it was skipping off the ground. I mean, he had zero arm strength. Do not give me Shea Patterson when we're talking about J.J. McCarthy. I do not want flop sweat coming from... Shea Patterson and getting anywhere near our boy McCarthy. I think Harbaugh finally has this guy. And I think how they keep these wide receivers is by saying, listen, look what we did with luck. Just stick around. We can get you the ball. Just work with us. I promise you, when when JJ's 100% in this, we're going to unleash it. I'm telling you, that's probably what they're telling these kids to keep them around because I don't know any other way that they're doing this because if I was a wide receiver, I would be seriously annoyed because I'd be annoyed even with myself. We're winning, we're 8-0, but yet I'm not getting anything out on the field. Uh, Annoying uh, annoying situation, right, because you want to be happy because you're 8-0, but also you're annoyed because you're not doing anything out on the field other than being a glorified blocker, so I get it. They've got to be saying, listen, trust us on this. Let J.J. get up to speed. Let J.J. get one year underneath his belt. I promise you we're going to make this work. We're going to make this an explosive offense, right? I'm telling you, I just think that's what it is because I think you see Blake Horam go to the NFL next year. You have a much more pass-friendly Donovan Edwards, right? Uh, You got... Everything going for next year. I think that we could be repeating next year because, like I said, I'm not changing my pick now. We're going to the national title game this year. I picked it eight years ago, and I'm sticking with it to this day. Not changing now, but I'm just saying another another a year, a full year underneath JJ's belt. Tell me you can't see him throwing for 3,300 yards and thirty 3,300 yards and 32 touchdowns and eight interceptions with a 70, the 70% completion percentage. He's already in the seventies in the completion percentage. So when they say that he's ahead of schedule, I'm telling you, this is what the schedule is. They, they're, they're banking on him being like Andrew luck next year. I'm hoping he's a lot like, uh, burrow because that season was one of the greatest seasons I've ever seen a college quarterback ever have. Um, but I think that's what we're. I think that's what we're looking at. I think that's what we should be excited for because I, I really don't see any change, uh, or any change. What am I talking about? I just see that's where the progression is going. Um, there's one more thing, and then I'll get out of here. And I, the only really interesting thing I'm looking forward to in this Rutgers game against Michigan is. Uh, How is Coram going to play against Rutgers' defense? Because last year, he had um, 68 yards. There's no way. Yeah, he had 21 carries for 68 yards, zero touchdowns. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Michigan had 114 total rushing yards in the game last year let that sink in uh quorum ran the had 21 carries and he didn't even sniff 100 yards impossible this year for that so i'm very curious i want to see that chess match i want to see how quorum handles that does he does he screw up or does he get shut down again or does he obliterate the Rutgers uh, defense, I think he's going to obliterate the Rutgers defense, but that is the one matchup I'm really curious about outside of the red zone. I mean, I'm dying to see what they do with this red zone offense, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not talking about high red zone. I'm talking about low red zone, Um, so very curious about that. Um, Defense, I think just what I'm... I don't know. I just want to see more sacks. Just because I love it. Not because I think that we've been um, lacking in that or even that it's been schizophrenic in a way. I think we as Michigan fans got spoiled last year and because we had such a romantic uh, love affair with Aiden Hutchinson from the time he committed to Michigan. So watching him go through his journey last season to the number two pick, you know, to the Heisman, to the – or Heisman Day, you know, going to New York, uh, making the finals, you know, the playoff run, and then the number two pick overall. I think we had such uh, – it was such a dream for us, right? What It's like watching one of your own, right? Just live a dream. And, you know, they're the most prototypical, like <laughs> – if you're going to have a family, that's the family that most people would paint. Like, you know what I mean? That that's the most ideal family that you can think of. <laughs> but, anyways, um, they weren't uh, they weren't always pressuring the ball. They weren't uh, what it wasn't always Ojabo and Hutchinson just wreaking havoc all the time. Yes, it happened, right? It happened, but they only had total. I think. Uh, last season 35 sacks. Not quite sure where we're at right now, but we got to be close to 27 28 sacks right now. You know, and we're doing it at a I think at a better better defense. So I I just want to see that cuz I love pass rush. I love watching defensive tackles just break free like watching Mason Graham shed shed blockers and be able to get in there watching what Chris chris jenkins did last week unbelievable good stuff i can't wait to see all that i just want to see outside rushes just crushing dudes i love to see a, I love to see it uh like a like a defensive end swim get past the offensive tackle and just lay his shoulder right into the back of the quarterback and turn that boy inside out you know i love that kind of stuff so for me, I just want to see that because uh, there's nothing that Rutgers does offensively that Michigan needs to worry about. They will not run the ball more than 100 yards on us. They will not throw the ball more than 125 on us. I, uh, if, they even, if the quarterback even gets 75 yards passing, I'll be shocked. And same with the rushing game. I'll be shocked. So I would just want to see more pressure. I want to see them get into that kid's head early and often, and then just put him on the carpet a lot. Um, and that's really about it. I just I would love to see all that. Uh, I initially w- I initially picked Michigan to win forty five to nine, and then I was like, I don't know if we'll fix the red zone. I don't think we're going to pass it a lot, and I think that's why I changed it to thirty thirty eight to three. At thirty-eight to three, I'm just going to stick with that. Okay, so that's really about it, guys. I think we cruise. I think it, at sometimes I think this game will be boring, but I think overall we're going to just walk ourselves to a, a nice nine and zero record and going back home to play uh, Nebraska and get ready to smack those hoes up, you know. And off and no offense to any of the hoes, and when I say hoes, I'm talking about Michigan State Spartans um all you hoes don't worry uh you'll get your smacks next year um i know i just said that but i just still annoyed by the whole situation um anyways guys it is great to be a michigan wolverine also guys please go and rate and review on on uh apple itunes all that kind of stuff spotify Anywhere you see my podcast, rate and review it. <laughs> so this way I can get out there. Mainly iTunes, okay? Mainly Spotify. Because that way, those are the two that get the most eyes from what I've been looking through the analytics. So please. And then YouTube. All that. Just those three. The trifecta, baby. Do the trifecta. Make me happy. That'd be great. We can, we can get this Michigan football ran out to the world. Um, it is great, though. To be a Michigan Wolverine this season, uh, heck, for the last two seasons, has been amazing. Um, and always and forever, guys, go blue!